Welcome to Season 5 of the Let's Talk Data podcast series, presented by SAP, where we explore game-changing technologies with leading experts. Welcome to our Let's Talk Data podcast series. This series is brought to you by SAP experts discussing current topics around data and data management. My name is Ina. I will be your host for today's podcast. Today's podcast is of a sub-series of that called Let's Talk HANA, and we're going to be focused on how you use your MS, SQL, DBA, and developer skills on and with SAP HANA. Joining me today is Anthony Capone from our partner, Method360. Welcome, Anthony, and thanks for your time today. Thank you, Ina. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. Fantastic. So, you know, we're talking about this because most of the companies that I talk with, the customers, have have way more than one database type. When they show you their landscape architecture and just you talk to the enterprise architects and there are different databases all over the place. Lots of different reasons for that, whether you have legacy systems coming in or whether you have multiple instances and you're still working on your digital transformation plan to whether you're building new applications that require new capabilities for machine learning or predictive or graph or some of the you know really fun new applications like IoT data as well as we usually see a mix of some on-premise and some cloud database systems to either serve different business applications or to just scale and help balance out both on-premise and cloud in that really hybrid multi-cloud environment. In addition to that, we see new data types coming in, like um, data you want to put in your data lake, maybe of different temperatures or of different types that you wouldn't necessarily put in your transactional database. So my question to you, Anthony, is can you to can you describe a bit about what Method 360 does and and you know why anyone might go to Method 360 to help them through some of these transitions and questions? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Method 360, um, we are a technology company, and we kind of we focus mainly on enabling our clients to leverage their data more effectively. So we've been doing this for like over 20 years, advising our clients on how to optimize and extract the most value that they can from their data. So and we're actually in a really exciting time right now. We just recently hired a new CEO, Kevin McManus. And he is very focused on uh, tackling the challenges of enterprise computing using new and uh, really compelling approaches, not only on the forefront of technology, but also where that intersects with like human psychology in terms of like recognizing a human bias and working to drive insights from data that are free of that human bias. So, Anthony, so, it sounds like you guys are not, you guys are of helping people with the strategy for their data and getting the business value out of their data as well as helping them implement and you're both hands-on as well as more strategic is that correct yes absolutely yeah because you know there's a wide you know spectrum of you know work that needs to be done in this data like you said not only the hands-on development of that data but planning and strategizing how and what to develop in order to derive those valuable insights from that data so yeah absolutely there's a there's a lot that we do here and to, to go back to your point that companies will have multiple databases and is absolutely correct you'll have a companies using their legacy systems coupled with newer systems that they are transitioning to and oftentimes these transitions especially in larger companies can take a long time 
So that means they're using both their old systems and these new systems um, for a time. So you'll have developers and administrators that have knowledge in their legacy systems as well as learn and train in this newer technology. You'll have multiple systems being used at the same time, and it's a very common concept uh, that we deal with. You know, and I think what's interesting about that is there's never in the midst of that transition is when people want more analytics. A, your business still has to run, so you still need transactions to operate when you have legacy and new capabilities coming together. And normally that's when people want even more analytics of how do I transform my business in a new way. And so it's really bringing both of those systems together, requiring skills across the whole spectrum. Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. You you hit the nail on the head there. And not only, you're right, not only do they want to use analytics for their business decisions, they also want to use analytics on the change management process that they're going through from one technology to another. And they want to see the analytics based on that. So you'll have a whole spectrum of that going on all at the same time. So this is all going directly to our point of why it's great. If you're already great at MS SQL, why might you consider adding new skills like SAP HANA to your skill set? Part of what we're just talking about here, but can you elaborate a little bit more on that, Anthony? Yeah, absolutely. So um, when it, when you're switching from MS SQL over to HANA, there's a lot of differences that come with that, but there's also a lot of benefits that come with it too. And what you will notice is that the uh, the differences are not as um, large as you might think if you're making the switch from MS SQL over to HANA. So don't be well, afraid. Is that what you're saying, Anthony? Don't be afraid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, that's a good way to put it. Don't be afraid. Um, in, in HANA, you're going to be performing uh, many of the same development tasks that you were doing in MS SQL. And in fact, a lot of t the times you're going to be finding it e like even easier or um, or simpler to perform these tasks in HANA. For um, for example, um, just the development of store procedures is very similar between the two. The scripting language is slightly different, but the syntax and structure of the store procedures is so similar that any developer of MS SQL is going to have no problem picking up developing that in SAP HANA. And so to be clear that you're talking about HANA using SQL as well, right? As its scripting language, can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, yeah, so HANA, um, both HANA and MS SQL use SQL. However, um, they both have an extension of SQL. Um, coming from MS SQL, you might um, be familiar with T-SQL, which is their scripting language. And in SAP HANA, um, they, uh, they kind of enhance SQL um, with something called SQL Script. And both of these are very similar. They're both um, based off of SQL. They both have uh, the majority of the commands and syntax is exactly the same between the two. There are just some slight differences with some of the enhancements that T-SQL has and some of the enhancements that SQL Script has. It's just some slight differences that are really not hard to pick up at all. And there's a lot of documentation around this as well. That's great. So if you're great at SQL, you're you're going to be fine. You're going to feel pretty comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Are there any other concepts that are roughly similar between MS SQL and SAP HANA to help people feel more comfortable? There's a lot of concepts that are similar. I mean, even when it comes to development, like I said, with the store procedures, and you're going to be creating information views as well, um, to administration tasks. Like, you're going to be doing performance tuning. You're going to be doing security administration. 
scheduling backups, all of those things that an administrator or developer does in MS SQL, you're going to be doing the things very similarly in SAP HANA. Obviously, it's a new tool, it's a new system, so there are some slight differences, but it's all very recognizable. Yeah, it's not going to break your brain to, to wrap your head around that, that's what you're saying. Yes. Got it. So um, we, that's great. We've set the baseline of what some of the concepts that are similar. Can you talk a little bit about which concepts are different? What might, might require a bit of a reset or a different approach, or even if it's what use cases you can now, you would now think of more applicable to SAP HANA than you maybe were doing with MS SQL? Uh, there are some differences, mainly architectural differences that you would definitely want to be aware of. For instance, HANA is an in-memory database and it stores data primarily in column form, whereas um, MS SQL is primarily a disk-based storage database and it primarily default stores data in a row format. And so these are structural differences that you're not going to notice so much these architectural differences being HANA being in memory and column based will significantly improve the performance of procedures and queries. And this is especially for analytical purposes, analytical use cases. When you're using the, that, that column based architecture and in memory, the analytical functions of aggregating and you know really performing analytical operations on data is just is you're going to see huge improvements in performance so anthony that was exactly what i wanted to ask you next then do these changes like talk a little bit about indexing and aggregating and how any of that changes with your mindset between the two okay well so because hana is um, primarily column store and in memory. That is one of the um, one of the differences that developers probably notice a lot is um, the changes in indexing. And when you're having um, with the data being in column form, you, you will index the tables differently than you might have done it in MS SQL. In MS SQL, um, to get the best performance on a table, you might have created multi-column indexes on a table in order to better query that. And in HANA, not only the column the column store format, but also the fact that it's in memory, um, we recommend you know not doing multi-column indexes on tables, and you might just have one column index on a table in order to get the best performance out of you know querying that table so indexing is definitely one of one of those things that you will use slightly differently in sap hana to to get the best performance from those tables nice so this leads me to my next question you just talked about indexing maybe some of the ways you used to index you don't have to do anymore. Are there any other tasks like that that you used, used to have to spend more time on in MS SQL that you can ignore with HANA because it either doesn't require them or the way that it's built with the in-memory and columnar focus doesn't require them? Any other tips like that? Well, yeah, so the indexing changes with the whole column store and in-memory approach. And there are some other differences. You will probably change the way you do things in, in HANA. For instance, store procedures are going to be used in both SAP HANA and SQL Server. But when some of those MS SQL store procedures, when you're converting into HANA, they might not stay as a store procedure. Um, HANA has um, what's called calculation views. Um, is this 
powerful tool that, that creates these complex calculation views that can have calculated columns, aggregations, multiple joins, projections, different things like that. And um, it's a very powerful tool coupled with the SAP HANA calculation engine um, just um, creates these um, powerful objects that can be queried multiple times. And so what we find is that a lot of times these will replace either part or whole store procedures. There are some changes like that, whereas, you know, you might have had a, a, a procedure with 5,000 lines in MS SQL, you might take chunks of that procedure, create calculation views out of it, and end up with a much shorter store procedure that does the same task, but in a much better way, in a much uh, highly performant way. And it sound, sounds like probably easier to maintain if it's if that much more is just encapsulated. Oh, yes, absolutely. If any developer knows when um, making a change to a you know, 5,000 line store procedure, it can be a very tedious task. And um, when you shorten those up and have them much easier to maintain. Perfect. Um, anything about managing speed or performance differently between MS SQL and SAP HANA? Query optimizing, you know, and like performance tuning, they're very similar between MS SQL and HANA but there are some slight differences. For instance, in MS SQL and in HANA, you can create execution plans for your queries. And what these do is they show you the steps that the system takes when you're, when the system is executing that query or that store procedure. And it'll show you kind of the performance of those steps. And this can be very helpful in analyzing queries and finding any bottlenecks. What you do with that information, that query plan information is slightly different in the two systems though. So as mentioned, you know, the uses of indexes to improve the query performance at the different bottlenecks, that's going to be slightly different in HANA and MS SQL. SCP HANA also has um, other improved performance improvement techniques like, um, like cache invalidation period and views and star joins um, is a is something in calculation views that can be used. And these are some of those performance improvement techniques that are not available in MS SQL. That coupled with, you know, the calculation views that you would not use um, in MS SQL are some of the differences to improve and performance tune your, your queries and your, your procedures and things like that. Nice. So we talked a little bit about queries there. Can you highlight any key differences in actual queries or data types between MS SQL and SAP HANA? Just um, maybe, you know, five or, or ten things that people should pay attention to when they're pouring through the documentation? So um, I, I mentioned earlier that MS SQL uses T-SQL for its scripting language, <clears throat> and HANA uses SQL script. And so a lot of the commands are very similar between these, but there are some differences that you will notice. For instance, um, when you're concatenating strings together, you know, uh, MS SQL uses, you know, the plus sign um, as the command for concatenation, whereas in SAP HANA, um, it is the, uh, the double straight bar is used for that command. Another common difference is and a, a function that's used often in MS SQL is the convert function when you're converting a field from one data type to another. In HANA, the convert function is not used. Um, we use the cast function. So those are just a couple of like the uh, common differences that 
developers run into. There are some other ones as well. For instance, in data types you mentioned. In data types, for the most part, they're all the same. And Varkars used um, in both HANA and MS SQL, integers used. But you'll find um, something like money or small money. These are data types, uh, numerical data types in the MS SQL that um, do not exist in HANA. In HANA, you would use decimal or small decimal for those data types. So there's some just slight differences like that, but there's a lot of really great documentation around these types of differences. The uh, SQL script reference guide is a great um, documentation to use. Um, you can find that in the SAP help portal. Um, anytime that you're- Help.sap.com. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. So anytime that I find that um, there's there's a command or maybe a data type that um, isn't available in HANA that was in MS SQL or another database, you know, you just refer to one of these guides and you can find something to replace, um, you know, whatever you can't find. Very cool. So just to, to recap for you guys, uh, Anthony mentioned help.sap.com. The other place you can look if you're more of a developer is developers.sap.com. Uh, and that has lots of videos and tutorials and even code snippets that you can use to play and get yourself familiar. Um, so, uh, Anthony, any closing thoughts to help inspire our developer and DBA listeners to try SAP HANA and SAP HANA Cloud? Uh, and before you answer that, I'll give you a second to think. We haven't mentioned SAP HANA Cloud very much, and so you guys know SAP HANA Cloud is the cloud native database that uses this same technology that we've been developing for 10 years of HANA innovation. So it's our it's the cloud native capabilities that include much of this multi-model capabilities as well as the in-memory and columnar differences that that uh, Anthony talked about. So um, just a little plug there, you can find information on the 10 year birthday for SAP HANA, including some people don't know that in 2014, it set a Guinness world record for the largest data warehouse size. In 2014 already, it was 12.1 petabytes. So that was a long time ago. We've only gotten bigger since then. But so many of those same approaches and methodologies apply, whether you're talking about SAP HANA on-premise or SAP HANA cloud. So um, Again, Anthony, the question to you, any closing thoughts that will inspire listeners to try HANA and HANA Cloud? Sure. What I think about is the way technology is, is changing today, right, at such a rapid pace. And the amount of data that companies are generating, which is rising at a huge pace. And so it is really important to stay on the forefront of this data management technology and strategies. And uh, you mentioned SAP HANA Cloud. That is a great way to do it, not only from the uh, performance improvements around analytical processing, but just be, uh, being on the cloud and the way that SAP HANA Cloud helps to streamline upgrades and keep that technology up to date is um, just a really powerful way to do that. Also, the functionality in SAP HANA, both cloud and on-premise, that you don't have in MS SQL, for instance, the calculation views, that's a great example of this. Um, these are great, great ways to, like I said, stay on the forefront of this data management technology and to make sure that you're able to just derive the best insights um, for your business from the data that you have and that you are can constantly generating. Perfect, I love and, that, Anthony. 
Uh, I did want to mention too, we've talked a little bit about SAP HANA Cloud and ways to try that. You can find that free trial on sap.com slash HANA Cloud. Um, that is, used to be a 30-day trial, but now it's extended at least to a year. So feel free to get in there and play. There are tutorials and missions and sample data that you can use to help you get the most out of that trial as you go as well. So any closing thoughts from you, Anthony? Yeah, I would just say to anybody just to keep in mind that the switching to SAP HANA is easy for most developers and administrators and the learning curve is much smaller than most people think when they're making this change so like we said at the beginning not to worry or be afraid that it's going to be a big a big change um, in mindset and um, it's easy to wrap your head around Great. I mean, thank you, Anthony. I think the top takeaway I learned here was uh, do not be afraid. You can do it. If you're great at, at SQL and you can understand the um, T-SQL language really well, you're going to be fine with the few uh, changes that, that SAP has adapted with their uh, SQL script language. Um, so if you want to learn more, you can always head to sap.com slash HANA cloud or sap.com slash HANA if you're interested in the on-premise piece. Uh, thank you again, Anthony. We look forward to seeing you in the next Let's Talk Data podcast. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Anna.